0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Uh, today, we're going to talk mostly all basketball. We're going to talk about our tournament picks. We're going to talk about what Buzz Williams said, about how upset he was. Um, we're just going to talk some basketball memories when it comes to Alabama. We're going to do all that and more. Thanks for making us the first place you listen to when it comes to Alabama podcast. And uh let's go ahead and get started with this thing. What do you say? Funnest basketball time of the year, right here on us. It is. Um, it is. I mean, look, I'm going to go off on a rant about the tournament here in just a second because I just have oh, to. Uh, but I do want to say this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. I'll be talking about them in just one minute. Um, Jimmy, a couple of things first. Uh, little quick hitters. Uh, two Alabama signees, two guys I'll be playing for the Crimson Tide basketball team next year Jaden Bradley as well as Brandon Miller, have made the Jordan brand national boys teams. Um, So that's pretty cool. They're on opposite teams, which is also cool. So they could both be on the floor at the same time, facing off against one another. They don't play the same position, but um, I think that's pretty cool. Alabama is one of the few teams that has two players or more in this event. So that's awesome too. Well, we talk about how in the macro
1: sense, this was a great season. Uh, We make the tournament. First time in 15 years, back to back, first time in 30 years. We've been back to back with seeds this good. But the real reason the program is ascending is, is the talent level is improving. There, you can make an argument that 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 Alabama is just getting better and better.
0: And uh and there's evidence of that right there. Definitely is. And uh Jimmy, I gotta go off on a little bit of a rant myself and I'll let you oh, feel free. chime in afterwards. Buzz Williams had a very impassioned. Uh, prepared speech after his NIT win last night where he goes off on the NCAA and he's very upset because his team didn't get in. And, look, I think that's fine. You're upset your team didn't get in. Okay. I mean, I, I, I've been there. We've all been there that you feel like you should have gotten in and you don't. Um, but he was literally brought to tears and, and basically said it defies logic that AM didn't get in, which is, I mean, let's, let's not go overboard, Buzz. I mean, a couple of things. First of all, yes, I would have put Texas A&M over Michigan. I would have put Texas A&M probably over Notre Dame or even Rutgers. I would have done that. Now, in a perfect world, I would definitely have Texas A&M over, say, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Texas A&M Corpus Christi has no business in this tournament. Neither does Texas Southern. Um, Let me run down a few other teams, I don't think. Uh, San Francisco. Um, I, I, I don't want. Richmond, they were the sixth seed in their tournament. They just happen to get hot, and so they get included, and a worthy team gets excluded. I don't like that at all. I've said that a gazillion times. If you're going to do 68 teams, let's do the 68 best teams. Let's not do a team that gets hot right at the end. But, you know, here's the other thing, Buzz. Because the tournament is what it is, which is pretty arbitrary in terms of who gets in isn't at large, don't schedule Abilene Christian, uh, Houston Baptist, and Dallas Christian. That sounds like you played a bunch of hospital all stars. Don't don't do that. Don't play them. You you can't. That's all you played. Um, you played Wisconsin and got your brains beat in. You played Notre Dame and you did beat Notre Dame. But we've already discussed. I don't think Notre Dame should have gotten in. And here's the other thing. Notre Dame also beat Kentucky, which Texas A&M didn't. And Notre Dame also uh, went fifteen and five in the ACC, which is a Power Five conference. Texas A&M went nine and nine. I appreciate Texas A&M's run in the the tournament. I thought that was very cool. And if they had won the tournament, they would have gotten in. But they didn't win the tournament. And I'm sorry, Buzz, you also said in your impassioned speech, hey, from Valentine's Day to right now, we were pretty good. That's right. The problem is the season starts in late October, Buzz. So you can't be complaining about, hey, you know, for the last week, we've been hell on wheels. That's great. Awesome. For the last week, I've been doing sit-ups. I still have a stomach. You know, things you you gotta you gotta be more committed than that. You gotta have a better showing than that. So I'm tired of people saying Texas A&M got hosed. They didn't get hosed. No, I would have put them in over Michigan. I'll say that a, a million times over. In my perfect world, A&M gets in, Michigan gets in, Rutgers, Notre Dame all get in, and Texas Corporate Christie, Wyoming. Uh, Oh, Let's see, Montana State, they're all left out because we know those teams aren't winning a national championship. We know they're not the best teams in the country. I want the 68 best teams if we're going to do it. I don't want any auto bids for teams that are just small because we have bleeding hearts. Let's do this tournament right. It can be better, and it'll still be dramatic. All the people that are arguing with me saying, yeah, but it's so much fun when a Montana State beats a Wisconsin or whatever. It's, first of all, it's not that much fun. Secondly, it'd be just as <laughs> Cinder. First of all, it'd be, secondly, it'd be just as Cinderellery if Texas A&M were the one to beat. Um, I don't know Arkansas or whatever. I mean, that's a bad example because they're in the same conference. Or Texas A&M were the one to beat Gonzaga. That would be just as cool, and it would be just as Cinderellery. So I, I, I get so tired of we must protect these small schools. How many people literally watched? Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Texas Southern last night. I bet you the ratings were very low. Not only because they were just on True TV, which I guess interrupted its um, impractical jokers marathon long enough to show a basketball game, but also because it's just a basketball game nobody cares about. And then one more thing, Jimmy, a national guy. Um, not, usually national guys don't agree with me. They love this. The oh, let's let the little guy in, which I I just can't stand that argument. But this one guy said today, he said, you know, why does the NCAA tournament, which is the most dramatic tournament, it's, I don't know that it's the best championship um, format, but I think it's the most dramatic of all of them. Why do they start their tournament with Texas Corpus Christi versus Texas Southern to draw people in? Why, why do that? Why not start with something worth a damn, Um, and start with something that brings eyeballs in? And let's go back to I think sixty-four is too many, but let's go back to sixty-four teams, and let's get the sixty-four best teams. And on Thursday, everybody starts, you know, on Thursday, and everybody's tuned in because Tuesday night at six ten, if you were watching Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Texas Southern, you got a gambling problem.
1: <laughs> I did watch some of it, but only for one reason. Uh, I, I watched a little bit of that game, so I because I, I felt like. Uh, you know i'm really excited about the tournament i wanted to watch it start you know so i, I watched really the first half i didn't watch the second half cuz i didn't care who won and i wasn't exactly enthralled by the basketball uh so i didn't really watch the second half i found out that uh after the game was over the texas southern won but i did watch most of the first half i just wanted to watch the start of the tournament and the first point scored in the tournament but I, first of all i'm with you about I, I would enjoy the first four more if they were big school at-large teams, you know, twelves against twelves, elevens versus elevens, you know, the at-large bottom of the barrel at large teams. Second, they're never gonna take now that we have a first four, they're never gonna get rid of it because it does draw enough eyeballs to make money. There that it makes money. Enough people watch to where they're gonna continue to do this. They're never gonna take make less money by by getting rid of it but I'm with you. I wish it was 64. I wish they had never done it. It would have been an easy thing to do for me. If it's like, Hey, we got too many teams and too many conferences. Now we can't squeeze out the big schools because we have to include all these little schools. Well, here's an idea. The champions of the four conferences with the worst RPI, they don't make it because there is such a thing as conference RPI that's judged and evaluated. And at the end of the year, they could have said, well, Okay, season's over. The four shittiest conferences were these four. Your champs don't get to play in the tournament because your conference was just too bad. Um, and that's how they could have kept it at sixty-four, but they chose to do something else. Uh, now I love your rant about. There I go again. Every every episode, the <laughs> episode,
0: and your you screen is it? gone. <laughs>
1: I'm coming. I'm coming back. Here I am. Okay. Here I am. Uh, now. Uh, I like I love your rant about uh sorrowful uh press conference. I I'm with you, Walt, Walt stock and barrel. I don't even know if that's a, a real a real thing to say. But my point is, Buzz, you partly your fault, not the losing so much. You had the resume to get in. I'm with you, Luke. I'd have put AM in. I could have found three or four teams to leave out, including Notre Dame, including Rutgers. I, I would have put AM ahead of them. So, I agree with the wailing. I, I agree. I, I'm publicly, wherever I've posted it, tweeted it. AM should be in this field. They really should. The committee screwed this up. Now, now that that's all said, AM, this is your fault. And it's the scheduling. You scheduled way too many. Total tomato cans. You scheduled wins. It's the one thing the committee has been consistent about. All through these years, the committee has been consistent on that one thing. We are not going to give you credit for beating shit teams. You get no credit for that. Oh, and if you lose one, goodbye. And they didn't. They beat all these tomato cans they knocked over, but they played too many. Uh, I think Alabama only played one quad four team or two. Maybe Georgia was a quad four, and you can't help that. They're in your own conference. It's not like you can – Alabama didn't schedule Georgia purposefully. They were just on the schedule, and Alabama lost. But, but uh, you know, I think Oakland was was a, maybe a quad four at the end. A&M played eight quad four teams. This is on that. Those were decisions that Texas A&M made. That's why they're not in the tournament. So, yeah, I agree, put them in. They played their way in. They should be in, but they also have themselves to blame.
0: Yeah, they, they lifted up the chance. And I, I go back to um, if, in my perfect world, A&M would certainly be in, and I'd get these little guys out. I mean, I would, yep. I would much rather have a, an opening round game, Gonzaga versus A&M, than Gonzaga versus Georgia State. That's just me. Right. I mean, I get it. Some people like the little guys. I'm just giving you my opinion. So, Jimmy, let me tell you when we come back, I want to talk about some Alabama memories. Then we're going to talk about our own brackets. But right now, I want to tell everybody about Stat Hero. Stat Hero, they have this amazing single-game pick em that pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and amazing sports gambling. I just want to say amazing three times. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why is that? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their Pick'em Games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. Sign up for free right now at StadHero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stadhero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions may and probably will apply. Okay. So, Jimmy, let's talk a little bit about some some memories. Uh, what, when you think Alabama NCAA tournament, what what memory comes to you?
1: Uh, it's an easy one for me. I hope the story doesn't bore people. It's an easy one for me. Uh, when I was in school at Alabama, we had one of the best teams in school history, uh, won the SEC tournament under Whip Sanderson, advanced to the Sweet 16, where we played national sweetheart Loyola Marymount. Uh, they had a player, one of their star players, died during the season. Uh, and they they dedicated the rest of the season to the memory of their teammate who died on the court. It was still to this day one of the most upsetting things I've ever seen. And uh, but Loyola Marymount they were very good. I know most people have never heard of them now, but during this two or three year stretch, Marymount had a a famous uh, coach named Paul Westfall who who was one of the first who really loved to get up and down and shoot threes. And Marymount played so fast it would have driven Nate Oates crazy. Nate Oates would have been going, slow down. I mean, that's how fast they played. They they would score 120, 130 routinely. So uh, we play Marymount. We're awesome on defense. They're awesome on offense. And and the reason it stands out to me is I was so excited about the game. uh, And uh, we we didn't play anywhere near home. I had to watch in my my college apartment. And uh, I watched, and I had a girl over uh, that was watching uh, that was – not super into it. Uh, I can't remember who it was. I don't even th- think she went to Alabama. Um, <laughs> she wasn't super interested. So it didn't last very long, whoever the girl was, because the sports were so, I was so into it. But both of my roommates were also gone for the weekend. And across the hall at the other apartment, uh, two of those two of those three guys were gone for the weekend. So it was just me and the dude across the hall named Scott, who also had a girl from home in town for the weekend. Uh, well, we didn't all wanna to watch together. So uh, I was in my apartment with a girl and Scott was in his apartment with a girl. But what we did was, because the girls weren't into it, we left our apartment doors open. And every time Alabama would do something good and we did good stuff throughout, we would dash into the hall with our beers and, and you know uh, have a high five and, and run back into our apartments. And, and a couple of times we were whooping. Up. It was like me and Scott were watching together and we were not in the same apartment. And the girls we were with—that—that—that—I guess they went home Sunday, never to be heard from again. I doubt. I never saw the girl Scott was with again. The girl that was up from home to see me, she never came back again. Probably because during that basketball game, even though we swore we wouldn't, I spent more time with Scott in the hallway. Uh, what, what, you know, ha- uh, so I'll always remember that as, as a great. We did lose the game by one shot. Robert Ory had a chance at the buzzer. Ball didn't fall.
0: He, missed he, he an got easy one.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a ball that, that most of the time would, would go in. It just didn't, and, uh, and and Alabama loses. But I just remember it because the team was so good, and I love that team, and it was a cool memory of a game from a long time ago. But when I think of Alabama in, in the NCAA tournament, that's what comes to mind for me and not necessarily some bigger games
0: or some bigger wins. Yeah, first of all, a couple of things. I was trying to figure out which joke I should go with, so I'll let you choose. Was the girl not into the game, or not into you? Uh, also, yeah. when yes. you rent, Jimmy, when you rent your date, it's always a, a, a risk <laughs> that she may not be into the same sports you're into. <laughs> That's true. Boy, I did not get my money either. There, it was not. Uh, yes, was good not thing it gr- didn't. It's good thing it didn't we go all- into overtime. You'd have to pay extra.
1: <laughs> we, we also had an eternity party, and she basically passed out while we were there drinking, not, not like in a medical sense or not like it was a murder, but she was, she needed to go to sleep and, 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 and me and, and a buddy had to get her in the car and I, I drove, drove her home and put her to bed. And I'm like, I've got to uh, pick better here. And I eventually did.
0: Um, okay. My memory, I would love to tell you my memory is when we upset number one, Stanford. I, w- I would love to tell you that. Uh, but that game got so ugly towards the end and sloppy and became a free throw contest. Now, I was happy we won it. Uh, the game that's more memorable from that particular year was when we beat um, uh, Syracuse.
1: Syracuse.
0: Yeah, and that game was – I mean, we sort of buried Syracuse. And they were the defending champs, so I, um, I, I dug that. Uh, boy, I'm trying to think. I'll tell you, the mem- first of all, going back to the Loyola Marymount, I remember that so well because Brent Musburger was on the call and right before the game, he said, take a look at the shot clock, folks. You may not notice it again all night. And the final was something like 67 to 60-something, 60 you know, because we played yeah, switch good games. Won battle of tempo. We won the battle of tempo. It was
1: probably – I hate that we lost because now that you mentioned that, Wimp Sanderson was one of the great
0: defensive coaches of all time, and that was probably his masterpiece. Um. Then uh, my other memory, and this is – again, I, I hate saying this – the, when I think Alabama NCAA tournament, you know what really me- comes to mind is Alabama versus South Alabama in the Omni, peanut butter and jelly against Robert Ory as a freshman, and we lose that game, and I can't shake that. I mean, I would love to tell you I think about something awesome in the NCAA tournament, but I can't shake it. I, I mean, it, I remember, I watched it at my parents' condo in Destin, which they don't have anymore, unfortunately, but we were at that condo, and I remember watching it going hey, um, we're about to beat these guys, right? We're going to pick it up. We're going to win this game, right? And Peanut Butter and Jelly beat us. I don't remember what their actual names were. I just remember Peanut Butter and Jelly for South Alabama. I'm from here, and
1: I'm a South Alabama fan. Growing up in Mobile, I've been watching South Alabama sports my whole life. So that game was sort of bittersweet for me. I, I was so mad at Alabama and my team, Alabama, because I was in school then, too. I was a freshman. I'm the same age as Horry. And uh, – I was so upset about losing. Uh, I don't remember feeling good for South, which which is rare for me because uh, I, I mean I'm I'm always pulling for South. But it was it's Jeff Hodges, who's from Birmingham, I think, and
0: uh, Junie Lewis, who was from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's right. All right, uh, Jimmy. When we come back, we're going to give our uh, final four picks and talk about how far we think Alabama will go in this bracket. But for now, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar. These things are absolutely delicious. Told you a gazillion times about them. Uh, you want to check out the puffs. They've got cinnamon churro. they got coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all covered in chocolate. You can't beat that. Go to built.com. Scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away at the statistics and the facts about Built Bars. And they contain 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. That's good. Um, that's really good stuff. Offer. Go to builtbar.com. OK, use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off that order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off that order at built.com. You're going to love these things. They got all kind of flavors. If you're not into the puffs, you can get the regular built bar. They're covered in chocolate, too, and you're going to love them. Go to built.com. use promo code LOCK15. That's built.com promo code LOCK15. Then bet online. Look, it's that time of year where college basketball is upon us and we're in the middle of it. We're all knee deep in this stuff. So from all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering, information needs, including live betting and your favorite casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Okay, Jimmy, um, what's your final four? And how far do you have Bama going? Go.
1: My final four is – boy, you would ask without it in front of me. But I think I have – yeah, I I do know. Uh, I have Kentucky, Tennessee, Iowa, and Texas Tech. I bet I I could be one of the only people that have that. But uh, I – Say that again because I think you said – Iowa. I did say Iowa, five seed Iowa, who I have losing in the national championship game to Kentucky. Do you hate money? <laughs> um, that would be that. That uh, no, actually I don't. It would. It would okay. sort of be the opposite. Okay, but uh, I've. Oh, by the way, I didn't put real money on on, on any of it. Not yet. And uh, I, I might do that later today. I'm still contemplating putting real money on some of the. And if I do, I might have different picks. <laughs> Let's see. But that's that's how I filled out my initial bracket uh, that I filled out. And uh, I have Kentucky beating Iowa to win the national championship.
0: Hmm. Boy, that would yep. be the most farmerific national championship <laughs> ever. I mean, you know, bourbon and corn. I mean, just awesome. Um, but, okay, how, so obviously you have Alabama losing in the second round of Texas Tech. Or in the first no, round the Rutgers or Notre Dame.
1: I have. Uh, here's how I picked it. And uh, I'll, I'll, I have Alabama losing to uh, Rutgers or Notre Dame. I have Alabama I losing. That. Uh, that's my pick that's what i'm i'm confident in that pick too i'm not doing it to make a point i mean that's my pick i'm i'm trying to pick the, i'm trying to pick the right teams and i'm picking against alabama friday based on the alabama that i've seen lately but i'll throw this in i am probably more optimistic than than most alabama fans because luke if alabama makes it to the final four i'll be saying we should have seen this coming i mean i won't be going You've got to be kidding. This is the greatest upsets of all time. We're the best Cinderella ever. We're the greatest underdog. No, no, no. Alabama's got the players, and they're due for some fortuitous bounces. They are. If Alabama gets to the final four, I'll be like the only person going, I I can't believe I left them out of my bracket. That's where I should have put
0: them. You'll be the never was worried about it guy. Um, Okay. But, yeah. Um, I have Alabama losing to Texas Tech. Um, I'm with you. There are some Alabama fans that actually have Alabama losing tonight, and they don't play you know. Um That's how pessimistic some Alabama fans are. Um, yeah. But I have Alabama losing to Texas Tech. I'm with you. I mean, I I struggle because part of me says either Alabama's going to lose to Rutgers Notre Dame or they're going to the Final Four. But it but. <laughs> Because I'm predicting those two things, and Alabama always zigs when everything else zags, I'm going to say they lose to Texas Tech in the second round. Which um, is what the that's, thats what the seeding says should happen. Yeah, that is. Uh,
1: my You're final really four.
0: My final chalk. four is a. My final four is a little more chalk: Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, and Kansas. And I have Gonzaga beating Kansas for the national championship. Um wow. I you know i know it's it's kind of cheap but i mean you talk about duke gonzaga's duke and i think gonzaga really is probably the best team yep. in the country and here's the thing gonzaga has a good mix of they played a very difficult non conference schedule and then they play in their conference where they kind of coast so they can kind of keep their legs about them um and and now they're back into the grind so i feel like they they're, they're going to be the this a seasoned team a season team that is also well rested whereas you look at some of these other squads like a kentucky i mean they're very seasoned but they're so seasoned now. I mean, it's, it's, they're almost a jerk flavor. I mean, they're over seasoned. Um, uh, same thing with like an Auburn or, you, you know, I could say probably a Kansas even. I mean, they, I you got Auburn, I just, Where do you have Auburn losing? I have Auburn losing to Wisconsin, which is really only because I'm, I don't like Auburn. I really think Auburn would beat Wisconsin, but. Here's I, There is a part of me that says, you know, Wisconsin usually plays well in this tournament, and they do some funky stuff, and I can't get out of my head that they were able to beat that undefeated Kentucky team in the Final Four. So I think Wisconsin goes to the Elite Eight and loses to Kansas.
1: Yeah, I, I have uh, Wisconsin beating Auburn, too. And, hey, uh, I, I'm I'm more wrong about Auburn than anybody's ever been in any sport at any time. But the way I, I, I view in January and February, early February, I, I was – I would have maybe picked Auburn to win the whole thing. I I thought maybe at times they were the best team I saw in college basketball. But it seemed that as the season wore on, they became really dependent on Jabari Smith, who's a fantastic player who might deservedly go number one in the draft. Uh, I wouldn't be against my NBA team, whoever the hell that is. Jabari number one, I I think he's still. But Auburn, to me, was a better team when it was a team instead of –
0: Jabari and the other four guys are clearing out. You know, that's kind of funny because most Auburn people are the other way. They want to give the ball to Jabari and let everybody move out of the way, and they don't think he touches the ball enough. And I don't know why you're frozen, but you are. So what we're going to do is – Jimmy, it, you are frozen uh, on the worst frame that's ever been frozen. I mean <laughs> – I'm going I'm just making you big so people can see this. All right. I, I'm I'm letting Jimmy go because that was that was bad. But uh we'll stop it right there. So until tomorrow, folks, roll it out, everybody.